from the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Baby. Baby. Tell me about the baby thing with music. Is that really odd? Why, why did that start? Baby, the word baby. What well, did, didn't start? Did it start in music? And just people just referred to each other as that. And hey, then, baby. Yeah, hey, baby. And then it just yeah. worked its way into music. I don't think music started that. It's one of those things we take as a normal, and you look at it, it's like that's fucking creepy, isn't it? What calling someone baby? Mm. Hey, baby. Well, <laughs> unless you're talking to a baby, and people do refer to babies as babies, as yeah. far as I'm aware. Still, hello, baby. Mm. It's just like the, the tone. Hello, baby. The tone inflection is different. Yeah, you yeah. don't talk to your wife like that. The first one was a baby. The second one was a pet. You just did there, wasn't it? No, but what about a really tiny baby who's being all cute in the cot? Oh, hello, baby. Yeah, that's what I mean. The first time you said that twice in different ways. The oh, first okay. one sounded like baby. Hello, baby. second one sounded like pet. That's how I walk in the, like, to my house and I say hello to my wife. Hello, baby. And she goes, oh, fuck off. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I'm not an animal. I know what she's like. Oh, Jesus. I'll yeah. to differ. <laughs> Loud potty mouth, isn't she? She's, a fil- she's filthy. <laughs> <laughs> she, I, she won't be listening. No, she don't. Yeah, she, she I can say what I like. Yeah. This is your free time, isn't it? This is your you. She, this is your man she, I mean, she won't be listening, will she? Um, I usually send her a link. Okay. Mm. <laughs> it's obviously a joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, just, uh, I love her. Yeah, I so love much, her. don't you? I couldn't tell you. I've, he I, says I, it all day, every day I, at I'll work. Bur- I'll bur- yeah. I'm going to burst. <laughs> I'm going to burst. Oh. I'm not going to burst. Toilet's just outside, actually. Not in that way. I'm going to burst hall. with love. Yeah. It's, well, if you burst, it probably come out of your belly button, wouldn't it? What makes you say that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You all right? It would probably come out of your belly button, wouldn't it? it uh, yeah. Love. All that, right. That's where it wouldn't come out your your ass. I thought it would love. burst straight through your sternum, straight out of the heart. Oh, yeah. But maybe yeah. that's the quickest route through the belly button. Or it would just dribble out your eyes all sentimentally. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you said eyes. Mm. <laughs> out of your eye. How, uh, how are you? How are you? Um, yeah, it's Normal, really. You're not going to use the horse um, ground grass. Good to fair. I well, that was that was me before. I think that was me in the last episode. I'd say I was um, firm, firm to to firm to good. Sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go with that. I've just got um. I've just got astroturf. Okay. So that that does change things. Yeah, I'm Astro. more consistent results. If you ask me how I am, I'd say I'm AstroTurf. AstroTurf. Yeah, yeah. 4G or the little the gritty. Do you remember the grit one? The grit the one. The gritty sandy AstroTurf that used to have in schools. It's basically just AstroTurf, and they just put some rubber grit on it. It would not. No, no, not, really not rubber. Just like sandy grit. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. before 4G, it's just shit. Yeah. No grit, actually. So. Grit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they were crap. Good old days. Yeah. In some ways. Oh. What'd you have for dinner? Ha! There you go. So, story yeah. for you, right? It's a great story. Yeah. Is it, is it like the story I told earlier? It is, yeah. It's a great story, yeah. Uh, um, you know those you know stories. You're telling a bad story when someone halfway through goes, it's a good story. <laughs> oh, thanks very much. Everyone's a critic. Uh, it's a very good story. Yeah. What'd you have for dinner? Come on. Uh, I had, uh, well, you get, you get this pita bread, right? Right. Now, hold on. Yeah. Don't make out this is your thing. <laughs> I've inspired you. You have. Again. Yeah. Oh, no. cooking, life, music, film, football, <laughs> culture. Nonsense. I'm just a, a laugh. I, I am an influencer. You are. Yeah, in your own way. Yeah. So go on then, you had a little nice little, I know what it is. But, nice little pizza. So you get a pit of bread, you know, yeah. you get some, you get yeah, passata. That's right. Well, passata. passata. Well remembered, yeah. Spread that over. Did spread. you spread it with a spoon? Yeah. Good. With the bottom end, with not a spoon, because yeah. like, otherwise you scoop it, don't you? Yeah, you that's you what get the spoon does. the wrong way around. No, that's rubbish. Bottom of the spoon. Uh, some mozzarella. Yeah. Some uh, uh, plum, baby plum tomatoes. Mm, okay. Cut them in quarters and just pop them on there, get a little bit, you know. Uh, yeah, nice. I told you about the tomatoes though. Uh, what's the what's the Spanish ham? Serrano. Serrano ham. Yeah. Tear it up. On a drizzle of olive oil, some salt, pepper, and uh, dried basil. Yeah. And then seven minutes later, when it comes out of the seven oven, seven minutes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, it was a, maybe a little. Should have done two minutes more, maybe. Okay. Uh, you put some fresh basil sprinkled on it. Cut finally. Did you fresh basil? Very yeah, nice. Yeah. Did you like them? They were great. Was it hit in in the household as well? Yes. Right. Cheap and Did easy. Did you say where you got the idea from? No. Claim... No. What do you mean? Yeah, of course no. I did. Of course oh, I did. Good, good. I credited you. Don't worry. Well done. Yeah. Where did you get the idea from? Um, I don't know actually. Yeah, bollocks. 
I can't remember. Bollocks. What did you have for dinner? Uh, I had um, fish. I had... Anything with it? Yes. Any particular type of fish? It was peri-peri coated breadcrumbed cod. Oh, nice. Made it all myself. Okay. One of the, I've got I'm, I've signed up to one of these subscription meal subscription. Mm. It rhymes with um, Jello mesh. Jello mesh. Yeah. Mm. I'm not going to say any more. I know there's I'm other ones. I'm imagining a fence made out of gelatine. Now I know there's other ones that you've got. Um, Justo and Bimply uh, Rook. Yes, I don't know what that one is. I'll stay away from that one, I think. No, Bimply Rook. Bimply Rook, yeah. Sounds like a little village in the uh, south of England. It could be. Uh, yeah, I had that with um, homemade potato wedges mm-hmm. and some green garlicky green beans. Very nice. It was really nice, actually, yeah. Mm, that does sound the house now stinks of... I stink Garlic of and fish. I stink of fish, yeah. yeah mm. My wife was complaining about the smell. Um, right. Of fish. Yep. But you can't have everything. <laughs> that's my motto I don't know I've had a, I know I've got a few mottos but that is one of my main ones you can't have everything and here's this week's headlines with me Velary Bojanov and me Barry Venison <laughs> good rampant paedophile kicks man out of window <laughs> oh that's not funny <laughs> Parrot can't stop telling her owner to fuck off in northern accents. <laughs> fuck, fuck off. off. Didgeridoo specialist cracks window on plane. <laughs> With his didgeridoo? Yeah. Nice. Kilogram of nails, screws and knives removed from man's stomach. A fucking kilogram. New Fanta recipe to include garlic. <laughs> I, I, actually, I'm laughing. I would, I'd go for it. Yeah. Steve-O inserts his own hot sauce in anus with help from fiancé. Steve-O? Steve-O. <laughs> initially, I thought it was Steve Irwin. I was like, did he? Not anymore. I was going to say, I was not going to... No. That, that, because a... of yeah. death. Yes. Said death. Sad. Said. Very sad, actually, yeah. But uh, No, Steve-O. I Steve-O. assume it's from the guy from Jack Arse. Jack Arse, yeah. And remarkably, he's the one that's... Still alive. Still alive out <laughs> of Steve-O and Steve Irwin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that is a shock, actually, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he had his own show for a while, I think, or it might still be going on. Um, and it was sort of more extreme than Jackass. And one of the things was that someone just chokes him out. Oh, right. But it's like, you could just die, though. That's you? entertainment. Mm. Oh, fuck off. It was weird. I know, I was not really, a, I wasn't massively into that show. Had its moments, I think. Yeah. Yeah, there's a new one coming out. Did you know that? They all look really old. Oh, I don't I can't keep up. There's too many. <laughs> um, just quickly, the guy who um, the story about the man who had a kilogram of knives, screws, and nails mm. uh, removed from his stomach. The reason apparently that they were in there was because that he'd given up alcohol. <laughs> That's not a reason. That's his reason. That. That, those two things are completely disparate. They're not connected in any yeah, way. That's his reason. Yeah, I love all the medical. Oh, I had a a, a friend of ours came round. And this right. is, have I told you about the friend who works in... The... I'm worried about where this is going no, from no, what no. you were just talking she about. She works in the medical profession oh. and she's the one I get all the uh, arse stories from. Yeah. Whenever it's just, for, I'm like, yeah, yeah, how are you? Fine. What <laughs> people shoved up their arse. <laughs> and um, this week it uh. was, um, obviously I, I, I say, did I say it was a her? It might be a man, my friend. It might, it she might be. Man or woman. She might be a man. I'm just saying her to mm. throw you off. Ah, smart. But that's not to say it couldn't be a woman. <laughs> so Mysterious. I'm just saying. Anyway, he or she said that um, this week uh, a man came in. Uh, he had an electric toothbrush uh, stuck up his ass. Right, right. Um, and yeah. apparently it was because he was constipated. Scoop it out, yeah, with a bit of a vibrating action. You yeah, know. there's not too much. I mean, I hope to he's them, got. I, suppose, I hope so. he's got a spare. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, you'd hope so. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, and if I get any more. I will, of course, let you know. Straight to but the But I source. can't disclose. Yeah. Obviously, it's supposed to be confidential. Mm. I mean, me even saying it, I'm risking... Their job. Exactly. Uh, yeah. See what I did there. They could even be, yeah, they could even be binary. Mm-hmm. Or non-binary. Or non-binary. <laughs> well, is that... No, that's what I mean. I threw well, you. Binary, I, did that on, I said that on purpose. Binary is either one or zero, right? So they could be binary one or non-binary zero, if that's how it works. Any of those. Any, any of them. them. Oh. Any of them. But nothing in between, because that's binary. Everyone's welcome, by the way, as well. 
So there we go. Yeah. Move on. Would you like to yes. go, go first with sure. your news? Well, this, I mean, you know, sometimes you have to dig deep uh, for your news stories. Okay. I didn't have to dig that deep for this. Right. Um, in fact, my wife sourced this one for me. Oh, there we yeah. go. I see you're outsourcing for around the back now, are you? I've employed her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Does she get paid out of the Patreon pot? She's getting paid better than... yeah. I was wondering where that money's gone. Well, you said I couldn't take it out for a curry. That's embezzlement. Right, so can I just get get, take it out and give it to her? Uh, I guess that's paying staff, so yeah. Well, she's not technically on the books. Well, was it cash in hand? What? Then we're fine. Don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's fine. Um, This is from the BBC, and the headline is Turkey, colon. (laughs) Turkey, colon? It's happened in Turkey. Okay. Missing man joins search party looking for himself. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Under a false name? Under an alias? No, no, no. You're no. just confused, I think. Um, a missing man in Turkey accidentally joined his own search party for hours before realising he was the person they were looking for. So so, so he just sees a crowd of people like combing through a field. Yeah. So he's like, shit, there's something going on. I better, better help. help. Yeah. I mean, he's a good... I mean, I'm here. He's obviously a good man. Conscientious. Slightly bewildered. Yeah. <laughs> um, Behan Mutlu had been drinking with friends on Tuesday when he wandered into a forest in Bursa province. When he failed to return, his wife and friends alerted local authorities and a search party was sent out. Mr. Mutlu, Mutlu, uh, 50, then stumbled across the search party and decided to join them. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So this dishevelled, fucking pale, sweaty, hungover, like, hungover yeah. probably really hungry and hot person with probably fucking mud all over his clothes comes stumbling out of a fucking wood and goes, oh, I can help you yeah, find well, uh, this missing person. Uh, uh, what, what are you doing? And oh, we're just looking for someone who's lost. You've been gone for, oh, uh, I can help if you want. No worries. <laughs> I can imagine they all just stop and look at him for a second and just pause and go, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, you can help. Yeah, come on in. Yeah. yeah. What? Could he be? No, come on. Yes, get a high vis on and a t- head talk. No, the guy we're looking for is definitely dead, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, he then stumbled across the search party and decided to join, join them, NTV reported. But when members of the search party began calling out his name, he replied, I am here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, Matthew! Yeah. Matthew! Like, I've got yes, the, I've got yes. A, I've got a tweet here. With a picture, and um, it's in Turkish, actually, so skip that. Yeah. Um, he was taken aside by one of the rescuer workers to give a statement. Don't punish me too harshly, officer. My father will kill me, he reportedly <laughs> told them. I mean, he is 50. It's, so, it's a, what? <laughs> your dad's alive? Well done. Um, police then drove Mr. Mutlu home. It is not clear if he was given a fine. <laughs> but he hasn't done anything wrong, has he? Not he really. was, He just went out on the piss with his mates. He he's made actually, a mistake. He's he slept in the woods. He's done a lovely thing. He's done a good thing. He saw a search party. Yeah. He's like, I want to help my community. They There's should have called missing. the name out sooner. Yeah. They should have said, oh, by the way, the person we're looking for is called so-and-so, Mr. Mutlu. Mr. Mutlu. Yeah. 50. Yeah. And he'd gone, by Jove, that's me. That's a coincidence. There's another Mr. Mutlu called, who's 50 years old in this village. Fucking hell. Yeah. I reckon he's dense as fuck that he didn't think, yeah. oh, I've just spent the night in the woods. No. Just thought, they might be looking for me. He thought there's another man with the same name, same age. What, why did you get missing? I don't know. He got drunk with his friends. And he, oh, what, what an, an idiot. idiot. Can't believe it. <laughs> right, come on. Pass me that stick. He's 50 years old. He's going out drinking with his mates and sleeping in the woods. What a fiend. Yeah, he's right. A, let's get this done then. Yeah, yeah. What's a le- oh? He sounds like my kind of. G- Hold on, that is me. <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> yes, that's pretty crazy. That isn't is it, quite crazy. Yeah, I and mean, your story? Did you say it was from the BBC? Yeah, huh? from the British um, Bunk Up Corporation. Ah, I thought it was the British Bake Off uh, Championship. No, it's the British Bulldog Convention. Not the uh, Balearic uh, bullshit. Companionship. No, it's the Bison Biannual Convention. That's a relief. I said convention already. <laughs> ah, you got me. You win. You win. Your shit. Ah. Okay. Well, my story is from the BBC as well. From the BBC. Yeah. Good. Yeah. The. I oh, know we've done that. And it's it's equally as fun. The BBC <laughs> often don't post that much fun, silly stuff. Or if they do, it very quickly goes down. Yeah. The the uh, priority list, whatever you call it. This, you can't find them anymore. The BBC get a lot of rap. I mean, yes, okay, they're slightly corrupt, they take our money, and they hide paedophile rings, but they do some fun news. They do do fun news. Cut on some slack, please. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, this story is about a US man 
who sues a psych... Well, I'll just read the headline. Yeah, that was probably best. Rather than summarise the headline, I'll just read it. <laughs> but the headline <laughs> headline kind of summarises the story. The headline pertains to be... No, just I'm just going to read it. Yeah. Yeah? Is that all right with you? Please. All right. US man sues psychic who promised to remove ex-girlfriend curse. Ooh. So it's kind of, Dave, it's a little bit in the vein of conspiracy news, but sort of not at the same time. Well, you've done it now. So I thought I'd hint it. It has to be. Hint it. You know. So the conspiracy for you is that psychics uh, and curses don't exist. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, I'm you with got you. there early. I do well. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. A California man is suing a psychic who he says falsely claimed she could remove a curse put on his marriage by a witch hired by his ex-girlfriend. A witch. So there's a psychic, there's a witch, and there's a curse. Yes, it sounds like a fable. Mm. Yeah, it sounds a like a video game shit. Right. Yeah, okay. Like, you know, like fantasy video games or something. What's my fantasy video game? Mm, that's I didn't ask a question. Okay, that's I won't right. answer no, that. Yeah. No. Lesbians get, get me in all sorts of trouble. Sisters. I'm just watching. <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> Mauro Restrepo said Sophia Adams promised she could save his marriage if he paid her $5,100. That's fair. I always find it interesting with this feel like that. It was like five thousand one hundred dollars. Yeah, that, that's how much it requires yeah. to lift this curse. Why well, did just round don't it, forget the one hundred? Round it, round it up or down? Round it up. I would. But um, <laughs> and also that's if your marriage is in trouble and someone offered to save it mm. and it costs you five thousand, you go brilliant. Yeah, sign me up. What are you going to do? Oh, I'm a psychic. Oh, First, I need to get these cards can out. I have but my have money they? back. Yeah. It's too late. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of silly. So she was going to perform an exorcism to exorcise the spell, mm. uh, according to a fraud suit filed with the Torrance Superior Court, which I guess is an area in California. Miss Adams, who is the psychic, allegedly psychic, told Mr. Restrepo he and his family would be unhappy and in danger if the curse was not lifted. Unhappy and in danger. Yeah. Wow. And uh, Mr. Maro Restrepo... Uh, is now seeking $25,000 in damages. Right, so what is, it, is he saying it didn't work? He's saying it, it, it was falsely sold to him. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, included among several other allegations made by Mr. Restrepo are charges of negligence, civil conspiracy, both intentional and negligent infliction of emotional distress. Right. That sounds like a lot of words to sort just of describe of, shithousery. Just getting money, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Restrepo said that he contacted Miss Adams after searching for psychics on Google. So it's not like he was, she just pounced upon a weak person. He went through Google and was like, I need a psychic to solve my witch curse so hold from on. my ex-girlfriend problems. He doesn't, he wants his money back because now he doesn't believe in all that. That I didn't believe it worked, but he went to, he went on to the Google to search. So he obviously did believe it. This, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, no, I'd say no. Case closed. It's Dismiss. Like, Get uh, out of my courtroom and do not step foot in it again, Mr. <laughs> Mastreperio. Miss <laughs> Adams' website bills her as a psychic love specialist. Nice. Is it psychic love specialist or a psychic love specialist? I think it's open to interpretation. As is Much all like of these things. Much like most of her work. <laughs> and uh, she's a PhD life coach. Wow. She's got a PhD. Apparently. A real, a real one. Like... <laughs> I are, I'm picturing it. Yeah, I bet you are. Which the suit claims made plaintiff more confident that he made the plaintiff more confident that he was speaking with a professional that could help him. I've got a PhD and I'm a witch psychic love doctor. Which is it, science or magic? Which one are you going for? <laughs> Pick one. During the session, Miss Adams read his tarot cards. Is that how you say that? Tarot. 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 Tarot cards, and told him he he had mala suerte. Which is, I guess, gypsy for bad luck. <laughs> gypsy? Uh, and this this, uh, this gypsy bad luck was placed on him by a witch hired by his ex-girlfriend. And unless the curse was removed, it would ruin... Uh, I think it's just Spanish. Ruin him, his children, his marriage. <laughs> no, it's gypsy, mate. It's the gypsies do the tarot cards, don't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't be ridiculous. Come on, you and your small mind. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Me? Yeah. yeah. Despite paying an initial deposit of $1,000, Mr. Restrepo says that Miss Adams did not in any way help his marriage and he had been suffering from sleepless nights, anxiety and anguish. Ah, oh, the worst. The worst of them Of all, all the emotions. Yeah. Anguish. Yeah. And interestingly, to sum up this story, the, the lawsuit also names as defendants Miss Adams' husband, her daughter and landlords. What, so he's suing all of them? 
Seems so. What have they got to do with They're it? All in on it somehow. I don't know. <laughs> they were just there. They were just right, there. I'm having all of you. Yeah. $25,000. Not bad. Twenty five. Did he win? He didn't I win, did. It's ongoing. Well, He's suing. Can says. you keep us posted, please? I will return. Mr. What's his name? To Mi- this Restrepo. Mr. Restrepo for, to come back to this sort of slightly conspiracy news thing that's not, but kind of is. Goodbye. On the basis that you don't believe No, no, it's not about my belief. It's sort of the fact that these things don't exist. So that's what you believe? You could say it like that if you want. I am saying it like that. <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate. Advocate. Ad- advocate. Devil's dick advocate. Right. Yes. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm. The, I'm like. I'm like the man in the. Ah, I'm the man in the middle. The mate. The mediator. Malcolm. Malcolm in the middle. To call me Mal. <laughs> Where are they now? You when you were on a forum like this, you have to be impartial. You can't be. Partial. You have to be impartial. Right. You're being you were quite partial then. No, this is the thing. I believe that, that this is a this is a podcast for fun, so we should be able to say our opinion as vociferously as we wish. Well we haven't done That's the past my opinion. Much. <laughs> no, we no, we never never do that. Never. Okay, well I'll let that one slide. Here's a chance for you, Dave, with this where are they now to exhibit your I'm using fucking weird words today for some reason. Exhibit yeah. your your opinion upon I will okay something that could be that isn't <laughs> what we're talking about I don't know so what you mean uh, in 2013 good year the Independent the newspaper the Independent mm-hmm. predicted the uh, England team that would win the 2022 oh, I love this that, I love all this that would win the 2022 World yeah. Cup yeah 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 got it, it completely wrong in the world of 2013 they looked at the young English talent they thought these guys in in 9 years time are going to win the what is now the Qatar 2022 World Cup right and they were arrogant enough to say they're going to win it not even like this will be our team uh well, that's what my source says yes that would win the 2022 okay. World Cup okay right so how do you want to do this so I'll start with the manager right I'll start with the manager Oh, have they named the manager? Mm-hmm. I don't know who they would have gone for. Gary Neville? Yeah. <laughs> they think it would, would have been Gaza Neville. I right? mean, I love Gary Neville, but... Maybe his little brother, Gary Neville's little brother, would be I mean, be if, they did it, if they did it together, yeah. then fine. <laughs> Not apart. No. Okay, goalkeeper. They predicted it would be Jack Butland. Well, yeah, I can understand that. He was a, he was a young up-and-comer. At the time. At the time. At the time, yeah, yeah. Right back. You want me to guess now? Yeah, go for it. I'm trying to think. I think I remember Nathaniel Klein. For some reason, it's not him, and he's not in the squad. Oh, okay. Chris Smalling, who's not a right back, but I guess back then he maybe might have he been was playing kind a of, right back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right centre back. You might get this one. I think he's maybe a midfielder now. Dyer, Eric Dyer. No, actually, no. Nathaniel Chalabar. Oh yeah, is that the Nathaniel Chalabar? Is that Chalabar in the Chelsea squad well, now? I don't was know. Was it a brother? I don't know if it's a sibling or not. Mm, anyway, left centre back, still a current player, doesn't play. We hear from him every now oh, and then. Oh, okay. <laughs> Big Phil. Big Phil Jones. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, he was good. Yeah, he, I mean, he is, he um, is good. Yeah, he, he was he's good. a professional player. He's very good. Left back, Graham Lasso. No, too far. Um. <laughs> Go on. Well, look at the current team. Ben Chilwell? Mm, nope. Luke Shaw? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's one of the few that we got right. Right midfield, I'll just tell you this one, because there's no fucking way you're going to get it unless you okay. want to punt at it. No. Jordan Ibe? No. His Liverpool. career is just... Gone. Where is he? No. Poor Jordan Ibe. Centre mid? Please. Uh, Jordan Henderson? Nope. Don't know. Jack Wilshere. Oh, dear. No. Well, you would have thought. He would have been the elder statesman. Was he 31? You, would, or you would have thought, wouldn't you? You would have thought. Other centre mid, still a player. Good player, but mm, sort of waning a bit. Go on. Ross Barkley. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, done, he's had a good couple of performances recently. Yeah, hopefully he comes back into it. I left, hope so. Left mid, doesn't even represent England. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, he obviously did then. Uh, under 21? Or, mm, oh, I don't know. Wilfred Zaha. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have represented England. Uh, striker number one. 
He's sort of sort of aging now, but he, you know, he's back then. Asian. He was. <laughs> he's sort of Asian now. Well, what I was he before? I think he plays in Asia now. Like he's just nowhere. His oh, career God, is really? just gone. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Not Asia. I'm not sure um, where he plays. A long way away. You, you was playing in Turkey not so long ago. I think. Oh. I know. There, there was a thing about him on the radio the other day. Sturridge. Yep, yeah, Daniel Sturridge. Yeah, okay. He's just moved somewhere really obscure, I think. Yes. Armenia. Basingstoke. Oh, <laughs> really obscure. Now, I'm going to tell you this one because, again, there's no chance you're going to get it. And this one made me laugh out loud. Poor guy. No disrespect to him. Okay. Tuba Akpom. <laughs> <laughs> he was... Um... Was he the hottest shit up front back then? Like he's the Was best he Arsenal? Pro- I yeah, I think yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just didn't happen for him, did it? I like, Every time you get one of these... Like they throw back to when they predict. It's always completely off. Yeah, because you can't predict it, can you? There's so many variables to a ten-year career at the top level or whatever. Yeah. They and look how young the squad is at the moment. Yep. Half of them wouldn't even have been born in 2013. Mm. <laughs> 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 Most maybe of the squad age um, about nine or ten maybe years old. Maybe exaggerating. <laughs> I mean, Phil Foden, he's about seven, isn't he? Yes, he looks really young, really fresh. Yeah. Can you can you play football now? They just pump him full of like yeah. hormones and. I got I got my dummy boots myself. Yeah, oh, they're Velcro. You should be able to do myself. I mean, you saw the footage of them around the Euros when they were playing in the pool. They all had armbands on and stuff, didn't you? Did you see that footage? Yeah, uh, he was on? and he was um he was weeing in the pool. Yeah, that's right. Just stood on the side weeing into. Yeah, it. and he, he had his. He was... I I just needed to go real bad. <laughs> that's right. And he had a little rash top on. You know, you sometimes kids wear. Like when they go swimming, they wear a top, don't they? Not yeah. topless. He had when he was weeing, he would he pinned his top under his chin like that. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah so yeah. he could wee. And he? he had a Veruca sock on. Yeah. Dirty little <laughs> bastards. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're completely wrong then. It's completely wrong, other than Luke Shaw. Other than Luke Shaw, who interesting enough, his career just disappeared and then came back again. Well, he had an With arse Jose injury. Jose Mourinho well, just just hated him, and he had a he had an arse injury. A terrible leg injury. Oh yes, that. I don't know about his arse. I don't, I'm sure it's fine. It might be fine. That's where they are now. And that's where they are now. Have we got a quick moment off script to talk about something hot off the hot off the press? Yeah, it's happening oh. as we speak, isn't it? Or it's happened? Com- completed? Oh, completed. It's it, gone mate. ahead. Go on then. Spill the beans. Well, it's not. It's not a spoiler because. We're doing this now. I'm pretty sure everyone will already know. They would have heard about it. But the Saudi-led and PIF consortium, is it? PIF. PIF. Yep. Takeover of Newcastle United is complete. Yes. For better or for worse. So Ashley out. Yeah. The Saudi state in. Yes. Um, state-owned it's, football. It's out of the frying pan into the fire, surely. I mean, it can go one way or t'other. I mean, it's going to be good in terms of the success that the club will experience, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, this this mental gymnastics that the Premier League have done here, they're like, yeah, we've got legal proof that the Saudi state are not in charge of the club. Who is in charge? Where's the money coming from? 80% of it's coming from Crown Prince bin Salman's pocket, basically. But they're happy to have no say whatsoever on our, any of our dealings. That's right. And who's the chairman or the executive chairman or whatever of the PIF consortium? Yes, it is Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, yes. Hmm. But they're not in charge of the... There's no. no conflict of interest. But he's like second in charge of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Yes. I see. Right. No, that's fine. Don't worry about it. However, the Saudi is coming out of tune. What a ball that then. That's, I imagine that's what they're saying on yeah, the street. Yeah, yeah, that sort of I'm thing. I'm just trying to get into the mind of the people. Yeah. Because I'm a man of the people. Yeah, the Geordie people. Hey, going down here, Jennifer, a bottle of bay on the players, going to bay on Bobby. And... And we're gonna buy uh, Shearer. No, he's <laughs> no, he's gone. We're gonna. Oh, we could get Mbappe. That's right. Yeah. And the could, other one. Yeah. Neymar. Do you want another bottle of dog? No, I've had too many. <laughs> Are you all right? You look like your neck is about to explode. It, it hurts when you're doing this twice, you know. Does everyone? It's not easy talking like this all the time, you know. <laughs> it's not easy, man. Ah, uh, we're fucking attain. You know that. See you later, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's happening. Well, uh, good luck to them. Yeah, no. Mm. I mean, they'll probably win the pardon. <laughs> they'll probably win the uh, Champions League, Premier League next season. Go double. You have one message. That's <laughs> it on. It's early. hello, hello, my loves. It's Paul and here. 
Um, I just thought I'd drop you a line because I've not been on for some time on your podcast. I know you've recently gone down to doing it every two weeks, you lazy little bastards. Anyway, um, I need to get my profile up because I decided I have had no luck in the entertainment or hospitality industry. So I'm going to become an influencer. On the Instagram and the Facebook, all of that. Get some modelling, maybe, you know. Soon me and my Paul will be bigger than the Kardashians. Anyway, uh, drop me a line, please. Uh, let's talk. Say later. It was very nice to hear from Pauline again. It, it was very nice. <laughs> yes. Modelling. I mean, we don't know what she looks like, to be fair. No, we still haven't actually but, met, met And also, it doesn't matter what you look like, modelling. No. Because... Let's please embrace all forms of mm, the human. Yeah. Well, no, no, not, not to forget as well, Dave, that uh, not all modelling includes the face or even much of the body. No, you could do hand. Hand model. Foot. Foot model. Knee. Yes. Shin modelling. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you could do... Um, uh, yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Forms of modelling may come in the... Uh, obviously, catalogue. Yeah. Catwalk. Yeah. High wire. Okay. High, no, that's not a hot form of modelling, is it? High wire. High wire modelling. No, I that, don't believe it is. That's just a modelling agency, I think. Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. You could do much, they could do mother and daughter modelling, her and Paul. Mother and daughter? Father and son. Mother and son. <laughs> well, I mean, you're already sort of passing judgment on how Paul looks, aren't you, with those, those statements? Hey, no, I just got offensive. My, just got my words mixed up. Uh, yeah. Well, good. But yeah, it was nice to hear her. We should get. We should do more with her. Actually, maybe we can find out where she is, what she's been up to. That'd be nice. More yeah. often. Yeah. Or we could start if she if she's going to be an influencer, she should must have some sort of profile online on the social. So we just yeah, perhaps we her. should make a just find, find her. Find maybe it. just search at Pauline. Yeah, just find see what happens. <laughs> So I'll let you be the judge of uh, who the bastard is uh, this time. Um, Brazilian footballer William Ribeiro. Yeah, him. Charged with attempted murder after kicking referee (laughs) unconscious. That's not fun, is it? Don't make me laugh with it. <laughs> you laughed. I just read it flat. I read it flat. No, no. Charged because I, th- I thought you were going to say charged with attempted murder for something silly, but he actually kicked during a, ray, a game. He kicked a referee unconscious. Wow. Yeah. Uh, William Romero, uh, Ribeiro kicked referee Rodrigo Crivellaro twice during the second half of a match in uh, the Sao Paulo State second tier before he was arrested at the stadium. Wow. Where did he kick him to make him go unconscious? I'm imagining in the head. Right, because I say, if you, he must have been a high kick then. The referee, I think, had fallen over. Let me go through the story. <laughs> Always best. read ahead. It's probably best. So he's been arrested and charged with attempted murder. Uh, he kicked referee Rodrigo Crivello twice during the second half. Um... His team, Sao Paulo de Rio Grande and host Guarani de Venancio Aries on Monday after referee did not award the visitors a free kick. Um, taken to the local police station, the judge will now decide whether he is remanded in custody or released on bail. Uh, this is a quote from uh, police investigator Vinicius Asuncao. Mm. How does one Brazilian, Dave? How does one Brazilian? It's kind um, of Portuguese, isn't it? Portuguese, Spanish, yeah, sort of samba, that's kind of jazz lounge, that's better. That's the Boston Overbeat there. Yeah. Oh, you're just like a Casio keyboard, aren't you? Yeah, that's what they do, they always have the Boston Over and the Rumba, don't they? Boston Over Rumba. Yeah. And the, oh yeah. What? And the, DJ, DJ. No, my... Keyboard at home does not go, oh, yeah. Oh, well, the ones that I had at school did that. Sounds a bit sexual. Anyway, this is a Brazilian person. So, uh. Go. His attack was very strong and violent. No, that's not how that's, that's sort of Russian Borat, isn't Just it? Just do it in your voice, right. maybe. His attack was very strong and violent, kicking the referee in the head and making him pass out. The referee had no chance of defending himself. No, not if he's unconscious. No. Crivellaro was kept in the local hospital uh, and being released 
you know, shortly after the next morning or something. He was sacked by his club, um, sorry, the player, <laughs> mm. was sacked by his club following the incident. His club president uh, described the incident which occurred on the club's 113th anniversary as well. Oh, soured it. As revolting. Uh, on the exact day when all the red-green family, I guess that's the colours of the teams or their own team. Red and green don't go together, do they? Purple. Well done. No, the brown. The family gathered to brown. celebrate the 113th anniversary of Sao Paulo RS. Uh, our club faced one of the saddest episodes in its history. So I'm assuming it's a ban for life, isn't it? Well, yeah. Was it attempted murder, though? To kick the referee in the head. Is that attempted murder? Well, that's the thing. Is, is that, that a bit strong? Is Surely, I always think with attempted murder, surely that's um, difficult to prove because... Yeah. Um... How do they know? How do we know that person wanted to kill him? How do we know that his intent was to murder? He didn't, I just wanted to really hurt him. I think it's about to happen on video here, Dave. We well, this can, is not. This is good for podcasting. Not great, yeah. but um, yeah. The thing is, he might have just gone. No, I'm going to really. Oh, oh Christ! Fucking hell! Yeah, that's attempted murder, mate. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, he <laughs> really did. Fucking hell! Okay. Yeah, excuse just my for you at home, we were watching the video. I, I don't even want you to see it. To he be tried to murder. I him. don't even want to. I don't. I don't want to see it. I don't want them to see it. No, no. but you can see it on just on. YouTube in that case, that. it's not even a question of bastard or not bastard. Yeah, he is a bastard. He is. He's the bastard. bastard. William Ribeiro, bastard of the week. Of the week. Now, <laughs> now there is a um, <laughs> you. He's just playing around. He's in a he's in a funny mood tonight. Um, apologies, readers. Um, there is a lighter side to Brazilian football. It's not all attempted murder and kicking referees in the head. I'm very very pleased to hear that. And the lighter side of it is that there are some footballers in the Brazilian league. With some very unusual names. I do like your name stuff. It's now, been a consistent feature for over yeah, the past I love, five years. I love names and words and all that sort of stuff, you know. <laughs> um, but, uh, and I stumbled across this completely by accident. I wasn't, usually I would seek this out, but I, it was complete. I saw it on Did Twitter. Did your wife find this one as well? Did she? No, no. No, I just yeah. did my own homework. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Now, there was a tweet, and it was an example. Uh, a guy had screenshotted a substitution, you know, when it comes up. Uh, one player on, one player off. That's how substitutions work. That, commonly that and way. And they usually have like a green triangle for the player going on. Yes. And a re- exactly what they've got here. Okay. So the player coming on mm-hmm. is um, number 20, squad number 20. He's coming on. His name is Adriano Michael Jackson. No, it isn't. And he is... Com- no, well, well, fucking what? And he is replacing number two, John Lennon. <laughs> Is this whole team just changed their name to their favourite fucking artist or something? What? So, yeah, Adriano Michael Jackson on for John Lennon with one N, John Lennon. Or with two Ns instead of three. Lennon. Exactly. Um, So this got me thinking there's got to be more. There's got to be more. We've got like... uh... Uh, Fernando Stevie Wonder or there's, something. That's what I mean. There's got to be more. What? There's got to be more. Yeah. There is more. Oh. So I've got a list of oh, names. Great. These are genuine Brazilian, well, genuine footballers playing in the Brazilian league. Right. Names. <laughs> Elvis. Yeah. Okay. Just that. Just that Elvis. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Marlon Brandiau. <laughs> Marlon Brandau. I think that was one of my puns, wasn't it? <laughs> May have it been, was. Yeah. It was one of my actor puns. We've got John, obviously John Lennon and Adriano Michael Jackson. Which <laughs> is ridiculous. Um, George Lucas. <laughs> is it like George, spelt with a J, or is no, it just literally just George, George Lu- Lucas? Yeah, sure. Uh, Wenderson Tsunami. Wenderson Tsunami, Tsunami. spelt in the you know the way of the big Abs- Japanese wave. Absolutely, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. 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 My um, name is Wenderson Tsunami. Yeah. Um, Claudio Pitbull. Fucking <laughs> 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 Right. Mosquito. There's more. There must be more to that. No, mosquito. just a mosquito. They often have one there. Annoying, this is, this is blood-sucking, where... malaria-spreading, bubonic plague-ridden. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Mos- yeah. yeah. Really oh, that's an- a great nickname for him. Annoying little player. Yeah. Now, this uh, they've obviously now started inspired from uh, ex-footballers in the past. So there's one called Lanika. 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 As in... Lineker. Lineker. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't now say this one. 
Rudy Gahility. <laughs> Rudy Gahility. Rudy Gahility. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mahatma Gandhi Pires. Mahatma Gandhi Pires. Mahatma That's Gandhi like, Pires. Yeah, I like that political guy's politicalness. Uh, uh, but Robert Pires too. I like yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, Fernando Bob. They don't go together. Pedro Ken. They don't go, they don't go together. And the last one, Bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> real, real name, real footballers' names in the Brazilian league. What do you want to call yourself as your like name? Oh, penicillin. Sorry. Yeah. What bacteria? Bacteria. Yeah. That's not. That's a, a bad thing. It is a bad thing. I mean, mostly there's good bacteria in your gut, isn't there? Maybe that was what he's going for. I, I'm yeah. the gut stuff. So call yourself Actamel then. <laughs> <laughs> bacteria. Yeah. You're shitting with me. No, I'm not there. It's honestly, you look it's it up. It's written down. You look it up, mate. It's written down. So I'm just, there you go. I just wanted to, you know, throw some light on your shade I love, of the Brazilian league. I love the, the fact that it, his name is is probably like Bacteria de Souza Faria Maria Joseph Jose yeah. the third. Bacteria is what he's chosen to go with, though. Brilliant. Is that, exactly. Yeah. 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 What favourite? Is that your favourite, Bacteria? Yeah. Really? Bacteria. I'm probably like, um, Fernando Bob, Fernando Bob, or Pedro, favorite. or Pedro Ken. Pedro I imagine Ken. that they would be That's a good like double. That's one act. of Bob Mortimer's cat names. They would be a good double. Act, yeah, it? oh yeah, they're definitely. Fernando Bob and Pedro Ken. That's Here right. we go then. Yeah. Let's have it. Um, Brilliant, Joe. Uh, I just want to take a moment to calm yourself, and I want you to put yourself in a situation. Is that okay if I if I if I if I do this to you? <laughs> I'm going to do it. I I think you should, and I'm all for it. It's the Christmas holidays. Oh yeah. Um, you're in your big house with all your family and all your cousins and aunties and uncles have come over what about cousins husbands and are they invited as well no because you're a child oh right this is when you're a child yeah and all they've all come over and um you know it's this lovely atmosphere because you're all going on holiday for christmas oh great the next day you're all having pizza ah, it's a good atmosphere strange time of year for that pizza boys waiting a long time he's paid at the it's, door yeah right there's, luckily there's a policeman yeah talking to him and you're going on holiday to like get, a different continent you yeah probably mate europe or something like that oh nice yeah, yeah. yeah. it's Not, nice snowing outside is it and yeah, nice. snow everywhere. Yeah. You, nice, friendly old you're man a bit across upset. the road. You're a bit upset you've got to sleep in the loft. Oh, right, okay. Um, but you're used to lofts. Was it my big brother? No, that's in your later life. Yes. So anyway... Um, my big brother just, bullying me, probably. Well, just stop interrupting. Yeah. Um, so you're there, you go, to, it's, you go to bed. Yeah. And you wake up in the morning, and there's nobody there. Oh. The house is bare. What a treat. There's no one there. Huh. You walk around, you don't know what to do yourself. Yeah. You're scared, you're worried. Then all of a sudden you're excited and happy. Yeah. And you start mucking around. You start shooting things. Oh, I go down to the basement and the big burning thing yeah, scares me. Yeah, I'm doing me. it. Yeah. I'm doing it. You go you go and put your dad's aftershave on and then scream your fucking head off. Oh, yeah. 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 And you run you're running around, you go shopping and you're bus buying like you're eating you're eating ice cream and sweets. You're not Steal you're not a looking toothbrush up. you're not looking after yourself. Run away, the police chases all. me, I slide on my knees across an ice rink outside. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. And there's an old... You look out the window. This is after you've done all that. You're, quite, you're tired now. Oh, yeah. And there's an old, old, <laughs> old man. He's very old. Kind of and scary. He's, right? he's... I'm doing it. <laughs> he's sweeping the snow with a snow sweeper. What do you call those? Are they like a snow, a snow shovel? sweeper. Snow shovel. Sure. Yeah. And that's American. <laughs> and um, he's sweeping it and he's... You know, like, like, like that old funny old man yeah, yeah. he's old and he looks really scary big beard kind of father Christmassy, yeah. but in the sort of scary way and then he looks up, snaps and he looks up at you he, did, <laughs> he caught your gaze and then other things happen you get you know burglars try and break in you yeah, run, yeah. anyway he say you go you go to you ref, refuse refuge in his house <laughs> I refuse in his house you refuse <laughs> to go in his house and, and then, then you, I leave some and refuse you refuge in there under his pillow and he says come Come in, young Macaulay. Uh, no, I mean, uh, what's your name? Kevin. In this, you're Kevin. 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 Come in, young Kevin. I'm not scary, see. I'm not a murderer. I wanted to sit down, sit by my Christmas tree. Have my... you got any food? Or no, anything? shut up. You've eaten enough ice cream and marshmallows, you we, greedy little bastard. You can't coax me in. You, precro any... you precocious little twat. <laughs> anyway, sit down. Have you next got any Gary to... Stop talking. Uh, I haven't finished uh, the fucking uh, intro. Uh, Sit down next to my Christmas tree. I'll throw tree a hot iron at your and head. Fire. Oh, this is not even in the script. <laughs> now I'm going to read you. I'm going to. I've got a big old book. Okay. I'm going to open it up and I'm going to read you. Oh, it's very dusty. A story and the story 
that I'm going to read you is from the chapter called Historic Horns. Oh, I see what you're doing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. you would have seen it if you hadn't keep hey, interrupting that's me. really similar to this movie I've seen. No, There's... don't think so. No? No. Kevin and Burgling. Kevin and Perry go large. No, oh, no it wasn't that one. No, it's a... Hmm, interesting. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah. I just teeing you up because I know you've got some history for me. Do I fuck? Well, I hope so after that. <laughs> it's quite a long-winded... So, so are you are you familiar with the works of Walter J. Freeman II? Mm, excuse me. Not the second, no. Walter J. Freeman I. Right, yeah. But yeah. he didn't really go by that name. No, no, no. But not the second, no. The, the second, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was born in 1895 and died in 1972. So there's your parameters. It's kind of near history. That's quite one. good uh, going. It's good innings. Yeah. Yeah. He was nearly 80. For that era. Yeah. 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 Hats off to... He is uh, known as the father of lobotomy. Right. So that gives you an idea where this is going. Lobotomy. Yes. Yeah. So today, the word lobotomy, Dave, it brings to mind patience with blank expressions, doesn't it? Yeah. Whose emotions have escaped them. Yes. You know? Whose personalities have been stripped away. Yes. Yeah, with the scalpel. And it makes us think of sort of radical exploratory operations on the brain, right? Yeah, the head. Holes being drilled into skulls. Yeah. Bits of brain being taken out. With a drill. Sometimes. Often. With a drill. Yeah, oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes haphazardly as well. You know? what? what? Like clumsy doctors? Potentially, yeah. Well, like that's not carry good. on. Up the hospital, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, doctor. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Sid James just like looking up nurses' skirts and stuff. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Oh, matron. That's <laughs> not fair. So. Oh, ma- no, that's that's the other one. Sid James would be like, oh, let me look up your skirt. You lovely bit of crumpet. that's right. They were... Lovely bit of crumpet. Okay, lovely. Yeah. yeah. In Freeman's era, as a, as an adult practitioner of the 1940s to 1960s, if a patient was one of the lucky few. Lobotomy may very well have set them free from the possibility of confinement in an insane asylum. Okay, so it's either stay in the asylum or have your head removed. Not had your head not removed. removed. Not removed, yeah. but... Had your frontal lobe fucked off. Yeah, just basically. played around with. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so admission to an insane asylum back then was a one-way ticket. No, nobody really came out. It was like, you don't recover, really, because there was no understanding of what was going on. Mm. So while today we may tend to think of lobotomy as just like ethically, medically, legally, just completely no-no, in the 1930s, 40s and 50s, when there were no other options other than to go into an insane asylum with awful conditions, many thought of it as a miracle procedure, Dave. Did that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, those those were the days. Mm. And unfortunately for thousands of people, Walter J. Freeman II saw himself as a miracle worker as well. Did he? Yes. Yes, yes okay. he did. Freeman was arrogant, and his approach to medicine... Well, your opinion. Well, and the, that of many, was uh, his approach to medicine was unscientific. Yeah. Which is good for brain surgery, his isn't it? His approach to medicine... Yes. ...was unscientific. Yes. What was it? What was his approach then? Unscientific. Okay. <laughs> his <laughs> methods were unsound. Okay. Dave, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He popularised lobotomy through mainstream media, something with which his partner, American... Not, like, business partner... American neurosurgeon James W. Watts was not wholly comfortable. Why have they all got initials? As, well, just leave the initial out of your... I mean, you don't go around saying I'm Joseph V. Reeves, do you? Mainly because that's not my name. But, no, just but, as yeah. an example. Yes, no, I don't do that. So what? just stop leaving... That's not the point. Carry on. I'll, I won't do it from now on then. Fine. No, no, it's not the point of this story. They can do it, that's fine. So Freeman, the Walter J. Freeman II... <laughs> oh, sorry... Sorry. Freeman was a neurologist, not a neurosurgeon, right? Mm. He had no formal training in surgery at all. No. Okay? No. So let's just bear so that he mind. was just good at... Studying the brain. Looking at it. Yeah. But don't... Don't I mean, touch. Get me a brain. Cut me a brain out. Yeah. I'll look at it, but I won't... I can't You have cut to the, cut it for me. I can't cut it James out. James W. Watts. Yeah. Because you're the surgeon. I'm right. the neurologist. So right? between them, they've got it all covered. That's what you'd think. <laughs> that, that is exactly what I thought. The two performed the first prefrontal lobotomy on September the 14th, 1936, and over the next nine years performed around 1,100 prefrontal lobotomies. The oh. prefrontal lobotomy is the kind of lobotomy that, you, that we've all heard of yeah. and that we all expect. Cut into the skull at the front where the frontal lobe is mm-hmm. and sever a connection between that part of the brain and the rest of the brain. Right. Therefore making you want to stare at the wall for hours on end and piss your pants, basically. 
Mm, it's no life, is it? Not really. It seems, though, that after nine years of doing this, Freeman got bored of it. Right. Right. Well, yeah, yeah it's a long time. Got bored of it. He thought, oh, this is a bit time-consuming, this procedure, which typically took around two hours. All right. right. So it's not thought, that time-consuming then, really. No, no, <laughs> uh, yeah, not for surgery on the brain. Yes, I mean, that's yeah. fairly quick. He got bored, you know. He's like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm a popularist. I can find a better way to do this. And he also seemed to run out of ways to self-promote himself and make it sound kind of sexy and exciting, mm. you know. Because it is. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, saucy. Wanting more and inspired by an Italian surgeon, Amaro Fiamberti, who operated on the brain through his patient's eye sockets, Freeman developed the transorbital lobotomy. Right. Okay. In secret, from his partner Watts, Ooh. Freeman began performing the new procedure on the general public in 1945. Lone Ranger. The procedure entailed... Now, are you, are you squeamish? Very. Okay. I'm still going to read it. Of course. Yeah. The procedure entailed electroshocking the patient into unconsciousness. Okay, well, there's other ways you can do that. <laughs> well, why have you got to bring electrics As far as it? I'm aware, ether and other forms of putting you to sleep for surgery existed for a long time, by yeah. 1945. So, morphine? Just... I don't know, like yeah. anything. Isn't it... oh, what are you doing? The... Can't you just put a drug in me or something? As far as I'm aware, electroshock therapy, which is very controversial and still happens apparently, it, it makes you docile. It's not a painkiller. It doesn't like, but but he did it so that they went unconscious. Wow, some some wattage there. We oui. uh, hammering, and then he would after they were unconscious, he would hammer an ice pick through the patient's eye socket, pushing the ice pick into the brain and twirling it around to destroy tracts of neurons in the brain cortex. What happened to the eye? The eye was fine. It's like you know, like an ice pick, not like an ice pick that you climb a mountain with, like a big fucking. Thing. <laughs> I didn't imagine <laughs> like an ice pick that you. <laughs> I finished. It just come off a mountaineering expedition. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. just use this gear here. This looks fine. Yeah, yeah, it's clean. It's I might take my boots off. Yeah, <laughs> and my furs. <laughs> yeah, so just through, just above the eye, and a weak bit of the skull, and like the brow, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's okay. a kind of weak part of the skull there, just yeah. above the eye, but in okay. the eye socket. Bit of an expert. And he would he would hammer through there, hammer this thin ice pick. You can, like you can kind of chip down ices for a drink. Ices. <laughs> ice. Chipping at ISIS. <laughs> Uh, for a drink with a yeah. like, little, little ice pick, handheld thing. So twirl it around, literally yeah. twirl it, mushing like a the brain. Yeah, without seeing, observing anything that he's doing through right. this hole that he's made, uh, and then he would just pull it out, bandage the eyes, and send the patient home to recover. Send them out on their own. The, yeah, but <laughs> they got home okay. <laughs> they just walked around in circles. <laughs> the entire operation performed in ten minutes or less. Oh, that's much better. Because then he's got time for golf. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what they all do, isn't it? Much better. Transorbital lobotomy became known as the ice pick lobotomy. Right. Did it work? It pretty much did the same thing if done correctly. Just fucked you up. It Yes. One day, Watts, his business partner, Yes. Walked into Freeman's office to find him ice pick deep in a patient's brain. <laughs> ice pick deep. <laughs> he told Freeman that the procedure was inappropriate, which I think is quite a Slightly. nice way to put it, yeah. really. And unsurprisingly ended their partnership. So this, of course, then meant that Freeman didn't have the space or the funding to continue doing it. Right. Mm. So he thought, I'll take it on the road. Yeah, I'm on tour. Yeah. Take it on tour. Take yeah. it on tour, yeah. So he took to the road, touring the country in what he described as his lobotomy lobotomobile. <laughs> Is he Batman? Yeah, pretty much. Brain man. Yeah, yeah. brain fucking man. Fuck your brain, brain man. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, stopping off at hospitals along the way to perform the ice pick lobotomy on patients who lined up by the dozens. Dave, by the dozens. Yeah, that's twelve a time. Wow, <laughs> no more than twelve. Between hey, nine... get start another queue later. We're at twelve. We're at a dozen. Yeah, that's it. A baker's dozen? No, fuck off. That's the next... Start another... Just leave a gap and start another dozen. <laughs> so when they describe the queue, they can say we were queuing in dozens. It's very easy for the media then. That's what you want. Between 1945 How and 1967... 36, that's lucky. Yeah. Three dozen. Oh, nice. Just yeah. call it dozens. They're dozens then. Oh, two dozens. Can you call that dozens? Dozens. Doesn't count. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Between 1945 and 1967... Freeman performed around 2,400 ice pick lobotomies all over the USA. And that's about 100 on a year. his own. In his car. Mm-hmm. In his mobile. It's one every three days. Wow. Yeah. One would presume that Freeman would but operate... They, that's not that much. They only take 10 minutes. 
<laughs> yeah. I guess they happen in short, quick bursts. <laughs> and then he fucks off and plays golf for a few weeks. Yeah. And he's like, shit, I need to get back in the lobotomobile. <laughs> <laughs> One would presume that Freeman would operate on patients afflicted by psychological disorders, wouldn't you think? Yes, you know, that would be the, the Psychological roots. issues. Yeah. Right? But uh, this wasn't always the case. No. No. Some patients underwent the procedure for reasons such as alcoholism. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I don't need my prefrontal lobe. I'm alcoholic. So if I don't have it, then I won't want to drink. Well, it, it would solve it. It would solve the drinking. Because you'd be happy and content just staring at a wall for hours yes. and pissing your pants. But if your rest of your life is okay and you'd just like a drink, it's probably not the way to go. Mm. Live fast, die old. Not in this case. Yeah. Live fast, get uh, an ice pick through your eye. Bad behaviour was another one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bad behaviour. Yeah, fucking ice pick you in the face. In your brain, bad behaviour. Or simply because they were perceived as mentally disturbed by relatives. So not even of their own accord? Nope. Just taken down there? He even operated on a 12-year-old boy. Oh, come on. Whose name was Howard Dully, who's still alive. And he has a book about his experience in his life. He managed to write a book? Apparently. Jesus. Yeah. He, he obviously missed, did he, this uh, surgeon? This will come up later. Okay. Yeah. Whose stepmother wanted his personality changed. Okay. His evil stepmother, this Howard Dully, wanted his personality changed. I know, let's let fuck with his brain. Put a thing, swirl his brain around, twirl it like a fucking moose or something. What the fuck? America. How, did, how did, did, no, did anyone die? I'm coming to that. Okay. Mm. One of Freeman's most notable failures was the ice pick lobotomy he performed in 1941 on Rosemary Kennedy. Mm. And I yes. Say, mm, I don't know. Yes, it's who you think it is. It's one of the Kennedys. Oh. The sister of John F. Kennedy. Right. Jo another initial. <laughs> John F. Frank. Teddy G. <laughs> she showed some mild symptoms of psychological difficulties in childhood, but grew into a fully functioning adult that maintained relationships and did things. Right. In her early 20s, though, mood swings and other changes in her demeanour led her doctors to suggest Freeman's operation. Mm. So doctors were actually suggesting this stuff, right? Uh, which left young Rosemary Kennedy in an infantile state and in need of institutional care for the remainder of her life. Nice. Yeah. She would often spend hours staring at the wall. It, what is it with staring at a wall? Ah, well, you just, you don't, you're, you're content with no stimulation, I guess. It does sound appealing. <laughs> of the approximate, <clears throat> uh, approximately 3,500 lobotomies Freeman performed himself. Yes. 490 of them resulted in deaths. That's not a good ratio, is it? Shortly after the surgery. That's and 100% related to the surgery. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty... It's not great. Bad. That's quite high. Everything Freeman did was geared towards economy, speed and publicity. So he was just a fucking media hound, basically. And in 1952, he performed 228 lobotomies in a two-week period... <laughs> Two weeks? <laughs> Fucking hell. He really went for it. For In West Virginia. Charging a mere $25 per operation. That is cheap. It's unbelievable. Ten minutes as well. Just bang, bang. Swell, swell. Ten minutes, Bandage. Though. Fuck off. For, you know, you're talking, you do six of them an hour. Mm. Right? That's profit. Laughing to the bank there, aren't you? Hey? Working without surgical masks or gloves, of course. That's too much hassle. Yeah. During these marathon surgery sessions, he would often talk to journalists he'd invited in to promote his uh, ice pick lobotomy crusade, occasionally showboating yeah. with a two-handed technique. Right? Right. Well, <laughs> hold on. Two-handed technique. Why is he not using two hands all of the time? Well, it, let me explain what they mean by Please that. Please explain. Two-handed technique, hammering picks into both eye sockets simultaneously. Oh, I see. Both eye sockets, not even different persons, now, I, one on one person. I was under the impression that the, the the frontal lobe that they're talking about is off to one side at the front. That's what I thought. But was he just fucking like tuning a radio I, here, bringing not, down light aircraft with I'm these ice being, picks in someone's brain? I'm not being funny, Joe, but he should know. He should. But not through training. No. Just through exploring. Just reading books Exploring and brains. I'm exploring your brain. In 1951, one patient in an Iowa hospital died during the procedure when Freeman allowed himself to be distracted and paused for a photo op with the press and her brain hemorrhaged and she died. Right. Good guy. Good guy. He sounds not nice. 
In February 1967, his medical license was finally revoked. Finally. And he performed his last one in 1967. So does this this sort of thing doesn't happen anymore? I'm not, I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, but I mean, in, on, on sort of the NHS. <laughs> you can't go and get this done out of choice. I mean, you can get certain things on the NHS that are questionable, like um, that, what's that diluted medicine shit? Hydrotherapy? No. I don't know. I don't know. You're looking at me like I'm an idiot. No, I just don't know what you're talking about. Uh. So, you know, you, you, you've given up. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the end of it. Okay. That's all my planning. But he's, he was a bit of an animal, that one. He was a bit nasty. Yeah. Where'd you find all these stories? Um, the wonders of the internet. Oh, yeah. I must start using that. Yeah. <laughs> was that one too dark? No, they're all pretty dark, they're to be fair. They're fairly dark, aren't they? But, but... Ridiculous. I found it fascinating. I mean, you personally. could read it and go, "No, that's it's almost made up, isn't it?" That's what I mean. It's it's they're they're, they're mental. I think England was similar, but because we were an older civilization, I, I don't know if we had the same sort of like money boom. But in America, they had this thing where it's just like, "Go out and do it." Yeah, get it. It doesn't Whatever matter if it's it completely immoral. Like, yeah. just go and make it work. Like the, the old snake oil salesman, salesman in like what the Wild West and stuff. You mm. know. Mm. Ridiculous, but interesting. Interesting at the same and time and historical. So, so perfect for the historical corner. This is so recent that it means that there are not like that young twelve-year-old. There are probably a number of people alive who have been operated on by him who have just been staring at walls for fifty years. Think of what they've missed out on. Hmm. No, we don't think about it now. Lots like, of they missed out great on, on TV. Yeah. Mm. Some shows, to be fair, though, you, you probably would... Some are really bad, some TV shows, so you probably would rather stare at a wall. So yeah. in a way, in some instances, they're better off. They were saved from the painful experience of watching Mrs. Brown's Boys, for example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what other ones are there? Loads. Pundiful like current puns. A punionated punditress. Punted in the creamy puns. Spraying you with punny spunk. Puns. <sighs> now... Do you remember what the inspiration for this was? I was going to ask you this, that what what it was because I can't remember. I do remember it was uh, we read the st- I think it was uh, might have been number one fan down sent us a link, but I'd seen it in the press. Yeah, the story of um, Kylian Mbappe. Oh yes, referring to Neymar as a bum. Yes, um, that bum never passes the ball to that's me. That's right. Yeah, he came off and he, he doesn't really want to pass to anyone. To be fair, he was annoyed at being substituted. Yeah, and uh, he referred to him as a bum, and we thought that's a funny that's a funny insult, isn't mm. it? A bum. Yeah. Like, that That means like a lazy fella. Yeah, basically or, it just means... Or, or lady. Hobo. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, bum, maybe they, yeah, someone doesn't right. care about their appearance much. So, oh, is he saying he's let himself go a bit, maybe? Which, arguably... If you read into it. Yeah. Yeah. So we uh, decided... That our pun character, character category would be... Insults. There we go. And footballers. And insults fo- and footballers. And footballers, yeah. Uh, would you like to go first? Sure. Didier de Chumps. Chump. That's a good one. Yeah, the sillier the better, isn't sure. it? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I've got um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> David Prickham. <laughs> David Prickham? As in Beckham? Yeah, as in Beckham. Yeah. What, you one of your pals? Gianluigi Buffoon. Buffoon. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very, yeah. Good. Yeah. very good. Very good. Very good. Leandro Tossard. <laughs> Tossard. Yeah. David Pratt. <laughs> you prat you you prat you, you prat you prat no one says that anymore Pascal you're gross <laughs> <laughs> Marco Van Bastard yes of the week yeah yeah uh, Nemanja Twatic <laughs> <laughs> Ansu Fati yeah this is his name, his name. Yeah. Yeah. and also body shaming so sure. No laughing matter. Now this one, stretchy. Mm. Yeah. Romelu, you cack you. <laughs> oh God. No. Oh, that is elastic. You cack you. That is a, the rubber band of the puns. Yeah. Nawanka canoe. Oh, very good. Yeah. yeah. It's, al- it's, it's almost his name. Can you? Yes. Nawanka can. <laughs> Danny shit you. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk Dan Shakiri. Mm. Jerk. Yes. That's not a you that's a US jerk Dan insult, Shakiri. isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah. Uh Todd Cuntwell. 
Arsehole <laughs> <laughs> Wenger. <laughs> yes. Rio Fuckdenand. <laughs> Last one for me. Paul Dickhead. Oh, yeah, to Dickov. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Paul Dickhead. I've got two two more, and they're, they're both Go linked. Go on. Ian Shart. Ian Shart? As in... I sharted. It's not really an insult, not but really. I just it's thought just it, was, it just done. amused it's me. It's happened. It has. Ian Tart. Oh, yeah, you Tart. That's better. That's a good one, yeah. That's fine, isn't it? What was your favourite one? Uh, of yours? Yeah. Um, Nemanja Twatic. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, your yours of, Could you of just mine. Hold them up in front of me. Oh, you know? fuck. You yeah. weren't even listening, were you? Yeah. Probably. Uh... Read quicker. Oh, I like David Pratt. There <laughs> you Pratt. Yeah, simple as that. You yeah. Pratt. You fucking. Pratt. Oh, well, that was good. That was nice. Did you like the episode? I haven't listened to it yet, so I can't give an honest honest review. Fair enough. Fair enough. But in the moment, um, yeah, I feel like it. Uh, it was passable. What if you had to sum it up with one word? What would it be? One word? Yes. Oh, didn't, didn't. stop using that fucking filter. <laughs>